Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. In this episode of Negative Modifier, we'll be playing the game Delta Green. Delta Green, by design, tackles various mature themes that may be uncomfortable or triggering for listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, it's Charlie, Negative Modifier's Game Master. First off, thank you for giving us a listen. As always, expect something horrible to happen to the players. If you're a fan, support us by leaving a review on iTunes. If you hate the show, Consider doing it anyway and enjoying the fact that you've inflicted us on someone else. For the most up-to-date news on the podcast, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And with that... So David from Kyvory's pressed himself up against the walls. What the fuck was that? And what the... Who the fuck do you three work for? Like, what are you? That's not normal. That's... Shit, what the fuck just happened here? Yeah. Um I'm gonna look over at him and tell him to sit down. He is I, freaked. Give me a persuade if you want him to actually sit down. 47 out of 43 failure. He's not listening to you. He kind of wants answers, but he's also kind of looking around wildly, just like what the shit just happened. Like Okay, David, listen. We've been looking into the FNC since some weird things have been happening around the country, okay? And the only thing, the only lead that we have is FNC. So we need to know where you think that Orbita used to be. That looks wild-eyed. You're not going to try and go back there, are you? We have to. Kind of exhales. Just, all right, kind of goes over to a dresser, pulls out a box, puts it down. It's got a bunch of maps and other stuff in it. He goes, I don't know what we were doing there at the end, but I have dreams about what we were doing there at the end. And... I don't know. I thought I was just going crazy or overworked or kind of some depression or something from losing all my friends and not being able to find them. But I have points at Florence. I've seen that happen before. Tell me all about it. I was rubbing his forehead some. Went to therapy for a long time to convince myself this didn't happen or this wasn't happening. But uh, do you have psychology or what do you got kind of for social skills? I have a persuade of 71. Go with persuade. 83 out of 71 fail. Kind of shakes his head. He's like, no, this is just fucking coincidence. My mind playing tricks on me. I, it's this is all a fucking bad dream. Like you aren't here. I'll wake up tomorrow morning in my bed, extra hungover or extra. I don't know what. Maybe I took something bad tonight. Maybe the shrooms kicked in weird. Maybe this is all just a fucking bad trip. David. This didn't happen. None of this fucking happened. Kind of like pushes the box at you. If this ain't here tomorrow, it means I finally fucking burned this box. Uh, you are real. Take this box. Go do whatever the fuck you need to. Uh, don't go to Orbita, though. It's bad things happened there, I think. Or didn't. I don't know anymore. He is very obviously going into a bit of a psychotic break. Okay, so if David's going into shock, as a firefighter, I kind of have the means of being able to assist people who are kind of going into shock. Yeah. Would I be able to apply my first aid knowledge to be able to kind of assist with that? I would allow that, yes. Awesome. So... I'm noticing that David going into shock and whatnot. So I will kind of attempt to intervene and just kind of help calm him down with this kind of situation. David, David, you come on. All right. So 
listen to me. We are going to go through some mindfulness and we are going to kind of bring you back to the present. Give me a first aid check as he starts to hyperventilate some. 32% out of 72% success. Yeah, so you successfully kind of calm him down enough. He doesn't like pass out. He eventually kind of managed to help him back into a chair. He's just kind of sitting there having a hard time with all of this. All right, so David, I'm going to go to your kitchen and I'm going to grab more to drink. Uh, do you need any water or do you need something to help just kind of calm you down? Do you have like comfort food or comfort snack right now? Just kind of slowly shakes his head. He's like, water, I, I guess. Okay, cool. You have a water bottle? Yeah, the, there's a well uh, pull from the tap. Awesome. Cool. So we're going to ask a couple more questions. We're going to be right here. You need some time. We'll give you some time. David, tell us about the time you've seen that happen. But my mind made it up. I, I don't know if it actually even happened, but things got weird for the FNC towards the end. We initially weren't living at Orbita, but then we all just kind of started living at Orbita. Like, hell, I only left to go get food from town and stuff like that. And that's why I couldn't find my way back. It, it's a blur. Like, it's all just kind of a haze of just kind of events and coding and making stuff and linking lights. And I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I think I saw one of my friends. Um, her name was Sasha, I think, at this point. Uh, and I points at one of the people in the pictures. Yeah, Sasha. I we were doing something in the basement. Like it, it was us and a bunch of other people, and a couple of them just kind of threw their heads back, and that happened. And I don't know, man. What were you guys talking about? Were you talking about code? I I, I don't remember, man. I, it was. It's been a while. I don't like to think about that stuff. Hell, I went to therapy to stop thinking about that stuff. Now give me a persuade to see if you can kind of push it out of him some. Fifty-four out of seventy-one success. Just think about it. Take your time. I'm not sure if it's related, but like. We started off being like focused on like small applications of tech, you know, stuff that would like help people now. And towards the end, I guess we kind of got a bogged down with like making our own network. Like we all knew obviously that people were going to ruin the internet. Like you need a second internet. You need an internet for people that really wanted to have that like free, real experience and not be bombarded by ads and fucking AOL and just kind of have everyone watching your shoulder. All the shit that we knew was going to happen, you know, it's happened with the internet now. Like the idea of building our own kind of centralized backup internet, if you will. Like, it's kind of a thing that was there in the background waiting for you to find it. And if you did, you got access to kind of all this cool stuff. I know it sounds fucking gatekeeping now to say and shit like that. But the idea of like it was there waiting for you and you could find it. Like if you found it, you were like really on the real internet at that point, if that made any sense. And I don't know. We talked about that a lot. Like that, that was the major focus of just everything. We were so focused on we got to make a new version of this. We have to make a new network, our own network, something that like only the people worthy of can get onto it. Sounds fucking asinine and dumb and all types of shitty now, but I don't know. It was the nineties. It was early two thousands. Different time. All right. Um, do you remember how to get to Orbita? I've opened the box. There's a bunch of maps and whatnot in there. These will get you there. I've spent a bunch of time trying to remember where it was and pulls out some old aerial photography. This is Orbita. It's roughly located, kind of points at some landmarks on the map versus the picture he has. It's located kind of roughly there. You'll have to kind of find your way from there. But like I said, I can't find it anymore. The road's gone or something or like, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's like the place doesn't exist anymore. Like it doesn't want to be found. 
Jesus fuck, I didn't expect this is how my showdown with the fucking feds was gonna go eventually. Me going on about crazy bullshit like this and one of the feds speaking in code, I guess, at some point, literally. You have a mirror chance. I'm kind of walking back with the glass of water. Uh yeah, I got several. What do you need it for? Uh do you have a portable one? Uh like like a compact thing or something or just just a portable reflective surface. I got one of um, those shaving mirrors in my bathroom if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you grab that real quick? Kind of looks at you confused, gets up, goes to the bathroom, you hear something kind of snap off a wall, comes back here. All right. And I position the map behind him and like the mirror kind of in front of him. And I kind of hold out his hand until he can kind of see the map's reflection. I just ask him, does this change anything as to you being able to remember where exactly on the map? It kind of points at the map to a spot he circled. It should be right there. What I'm saying is I've tried going there a bunch and oh. I can't find it. There should be this road here. It's just not like you can't find the road anymore. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry. I kind of misunderstood what was going and then, David, by chance, do you have all the names of the people you're working with physically in this box? Do you remember who was with you in that room in this box? And shakes his head at this. Nah, that was that was a while ago. I we kind of came, we went to like there was definitely a core crowd by the end that was living there basically. But now nah, we were the free net collective. We weren't about kind of locking you down. This wasn't a day job. Like some people had day jobs they had to go do and put up and did what they could. Like, you had the hardcore crowd that was part of what I was part of, but most people weren't living this. Like, they were kind of passive observers, but they're all gone now, too, as best I can tell. Do you remember if anyone had a weird obsession with film or television? Or, like, is it the same person who took all these photos? Kind of raises an eyebrow at you. You weren't really familiar with the whole tech scene back in the 90s, early 2000s, were you? We all were kind of into that, like, we were trying to replace all these outdated digital concepts. Like the VHS was garbage. We were all about the Blu-ray versus the HD DVD up in the coming future. It was all about kind of maximizing technology. That was flash drives. That was thumb drives. Like we saw where things were going. We were moving faster than it because of our code. Like we were doing things that haven't even happened yet. We couldn't quite get to work in a broad sense, but yeah, like I've, we all were obsessed with that stuff. Like I took a bunch of these photos. Some of the friends took some other photos. Like, I'm sure you're getting at. Do you know anyone who's going through an ancient Egypt phase? Kind of raises an eyebrow at you. No. What does this have to do with Egypt? Nothing. Nothing. Look, in your your code that you had, that you guys designed, did you have any, any um, fail-safes? No. A uh, way for you to backdoor in easily? Any exploits? Anything like that? kind of moles for a second and says, well, the whole point was one person couldn't take it down. The whole idea was that it was, you know, like the people's network, if you the people's code, like it was like self-evolving, self-correcting. The whole idea was that like you could make something and once you got it up and running in the first place, it would kind of keep itself going to a certain, it was way too smart for what we were doing at the time. Like we haven't caught up to it since. I remember hearing any weird names being thrown around names that, Definitely not English, but weren't people working at the uh, at Orbita? And it shakes his head at this. He's like, nah, I we had a bunch of crowds though too. Like, what's a weird name at the end of the day? I knew people that were named Minx because that's what they went by online. That's what they wanted to be, I guess. Some people did their hacker names. Some people did their real names. I, I'm a real judgmental crowd in that category. 
anyone among you extremely zealous about your innovations? I mean, we were all young, pissed off kids, kind of like runs a hand across his face. I, I may not look it, but I definitely look older than I actually am. Like I was in my 20s and 30s back when all this was happening. Like it's been a bit, but I, I look worse than I am. Like I'm not sure what's up with that, but like yeah, that took the best years of my life. We're young, angry kids that were going to change the world from behind a keyboard. And by all measures, we did until we didn't. And I don't know what happened, but now I'm here. You still have any of your equipment by chance? Matt shakes his head. Nah, it was all there. It stopped leaving. I'm not sure what was going on, but like, we just like people just started living there. Like, it wasn't even a good place to live. You just kind of like, I'm not even sure you slept. You just kind of kept going. What we were doing was important. You felt driven to get it done, but. Fuck if I could tell you what we were doing at that point by the end. We were going to make this network. You're asking about a backdoor. Like if there was a backdoor, in the basement we found a bunch of old server tech that Orbit had set up, I guess, for their satellites or something. And we were purposes to kind of be the main temporary module or node for the network we were building. Like in, in theory, I guess if there's a backdoor there, it'd be in that server or destroy that server or something, I guess. If you want to take the entire network down, I guess. But I don't know, like, we managed to make late early 80s early 90s server technology better than anything IBM's made in a decade since. Right. So the servers are in the basement. Yeah. The servers go, I guess. And you said there's a satellite uplink? Nah, Orbiter never got that up and running. I dug into them some. I never really figured out what happened to them. They, they were going for kind of the same thing we were at one point, like a, a global network. They were focusing on satellites. They got contracted by the government to help them launch a bunch of satellites that they were going to slap some cameras in all the satellites to kind of have an extra spy net or something in exchange for having their, I don't know, infosphere. I think I saw some documents calling it kind of like the idea of encapsulating the Earth in a shell of shared information or something. It's weird. Like, it's real cutting-edge stuff. But, like, company went bankrupt. Heard, like, the CEO killed himself or something. I, I don't know. Who was in charge of your team? No one was really in charge, hence the whole collective part. We just were kind of doing it, if that makes any sense. Like, don't get me wrong, we were nerds, but we were still anarchists. Like, the whole idea was no no rules, no leaders. If you wanted to burn part of the office, it could, so long as you were willing to live with the consequences, I guess. You remember who made this eye design? As I pull out the flyer, and I just kind of point to the thing. Kind of tilt said sideways. Oh, you mean, yeah, that, that, that fucking thing. Um, I don't know. It's just like kind of starts spray painting on the office walls at one point. Rummages some stuff and pulls up some Orbiter flyers. It's kind of on this. Like, it's kind of based off that. And the logo on Orbiter is the exact logo you saw in the house way back when. It is the exact one on the screen. So he's like, yeah, we just saw this and kind of modified it. So I made it a little bit more punk, a little more artsy, I guess. Kind of smoothed out the sharp edges on it. Made our own. Oh, all right. Do we have any more questions? One last thing. Do you want to remember this by chance? Or do you want to just make it feel as if we were just kind of a fever dream? Dude, I'm not sure I'm not asleep right now. I What medications are you taking? You don't mind me. None, asking. but I've had messed up dreams for decades now. They've been getting worse lately. Doctor? Listen, David, we're going to leave now. If anyone comes asking about a group like us, we were never here, all right? Don't make us come back. It looks around. Yeah, sure, whatever. Uh, scared me half to death tonight. I don't want to remember this night, so kind of like 
grabs the bottle off the table where he put it, starts pouring way too many fingers in the cup he had. He's like, I'm probably going to make sure I don't remember this night if you get my drift, if you guys are heading out. Last thing, David, if you ever hear from your FMC buddies or anything weird like you experienced tonight, just call this number and she's going to write down one of the burners that we give to friendlies or something. Sure. I have takes it. I have salutes, I guess. Uh, sure. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. I'm stitching out for the feds, I guess. Yeah, if uh, if an old FNC friend gets in touch with me, I'll be sure to let them know, I guess. Like, did they do something wrong? Are they getting in trouble? Like, did they vanish because something real bad happened? Florence is just going to stand up and say, enjoy your fishing trip, David. As she walks away. And looks around uncomfortably. Uh, yeah, she'll grab her phone and stuff and head out the front door. All right, give me an alertness check as you reach into the box to grab your phone. 3% out of 64 success. Maybe you've experienced the paranoia, so it's kind of worn off some. You realize that this is a box inside of a box, and the box you put the stuff in is obviously a lining, and now that you're looking at it, this guy built a fairway cage and disguised <laughs> it as a cardboard box. Lawrence, are you sure we shouldn't sedate? Do you make something to just kind of... No, I'd say that he knows more than enough without us being right. Is this something that we're going to have to call it? Is Does he know too much, or is he just... This is not a conversation to have in front of him, but no, that's why I gave him the card. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I pour myself a couple fingers too much, and I knock it back as well. It's like, well, good talking to you. Before uh, you head out, I turn to him and say, quick question on the, uh, just as we're heading out here for the logo, do you remember the name of the person at all who, who drew it or who came up with it? And shakes his head as he's drinking. Now nah, we all were drawing it. Um, we didn't have a name, really, I guess. Like, nah, that's not true. Like, we, it was our mascot. Um, we called it YS at one point or something. Yeah, it was our friendly YS logo. Our little and buddy. What did YS stand for? I don't know. It's just kind of a fun thing to say. Does YS ring any unnatural bells? You had a natural check. That worked out so well last time. <laughs> 59 out of 39 fail. Nah, you can't pull anything out of the ether that is your brain at this point. Does it ring any occult? Give me a um occult check. I need a 50% fit. It's just two letters. There's many things that might be that. Can I attempt it, or is that already too many If you want, yeah, go for it. Okay. Three out of 32 success. I mean, it's probably an abbreviation for something would be your guess. Like, YS is a weird name for it, but also, I don't know, like, lots of things have YS names out there. Okay, so I just, I just shrug and say, all right, well, if you think of... Uh, whatever YS stood for, or if you have any description or remember what, you know, who worked on it at all or anything like that, if you can give us anything like that down the line, let us know. No rush. Yeah, he nods and starts pouring his next drink. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I'm hoping not to remember you three in a couple hours, so cheers. Yeah, cheers. And I just, like, pretend I, like, lift a drink and in his direction, and then I'll go ahead and start walking towards the door, and I go grab my phone. You're walking out of David's place. You just had kind of your minds blown a little bit. A lot happened. A lot of weird stuff happened. Florence talked like a dial-up modem. David kind of clued you on a bunch of weird stuff that happened back when he was a member of FNC in the Orbiter facility. You can find the Orbiter facility. You have all, kind of all the parts required to track that down. It's night. It's gotten late in tonight, too. That whole conversation with David took some time. We'll probably say it's midnight, if not a tad later at this point. Like, it's... What are you doing at this point? What's going through people's heads, like... In theory, this is light at the end of the tunnel. Unless it's just an ongoing chain of things. 
hypothetically, you might be able to finally kind of solve this situation. You should have one more night of rest before we really get into this. Agreed. Yeah, a good night's rest is definitely something that I could use. I was hoping that I could actually get some rest instead of having another anxiety-filled, you know, take another swig out of my flask. This. Yeah, I can give you some sleeping pills. <sighs> Thank you. Oh, this shit's really happening, isn't it? Taking this long to ask yourself that question? That's the final stretch. I mean, for whatever reason, I don't know, the the whole thing with this camera head and like, the tentacle man, I, I, I get it. I almost died that day, but even then, it didn't even feel real. It feels like some sort of weird cartoon character that, like, all right, whatever. That's just somebody just fucking around or whatnot, but it's person, I guess. Or, fuck, I can't even explain it. I'm just ready for this nightmare to be over. Start taking some normal-ass Delta Green missions instead. Normal Delta Green missions? Oh, man. Look, man, if it's just hunting some weird fucking chupacabra or some fucking wendigo, easy peasy. That shit's there. You put a bullet in its head. You're done. Tired of all this cloak and dagger bullshit. Just tired. Let me get back to the motel. We should all write down last witches just in case. Pass them around. Jesus, that's kind of dour, but yeah. I'm being a realist. Right. Yeah, that, I mean, that is very real. Yeah, so you drive off into the night away from David's place. You're headed back to your motel room at this point. Do you call Tranche before all of this, I guess? Like, from a tactical standpoint, what are you planning on? Do you try to make any last-minute preparations? Obviously, you're, you've kind of mentioned you're trying to get your affairs in order a little bit, or kind of... This one feels bigger, I guess, I'm taking away from this. It feels like, I don't know, like, it, it kind of feels like everyone's a little more afraid of what the outcome for this might be. Is that an accurate kind of read of the situation? I think that's fair to say, considering, like, it's... It definitely has that vibe, like, we're we're at the finish line. So, yeah, sure. it's very... It's almost a little bit, like somber even even though like we should be relieved that we're reaching the end yeah at least, at least that's that's what i'm experiencing i get that yeah like it's that weird mix of the agents who are hopeful this is the end of this ridiculous chain of events but also like this is the end like whatever is behind this whoever's behind this has been capable of setting up all of itself it's like what the hell can three people do against something capable of setting all of this up yeah it's Somber is probably the right word for it in a lot of ways. Yeah, so you get back to your motel without kind of a lot of effort. Going back is much easier than going somewhere you've never been before type of thing. What do you do? We should call Tranche in the morning and let her know what we're doing. Do you think we could call her tonight, maybe, and see if we can get any kind of last-minute goodie bags in the morning? Sure, let's call her. Florence will take out her phone and dial Tranche's number. She'll uh, put it on speaker and place it in the middle of the table. Tranche picks up. Hello, F-Cell. Calling me with good news? Uh, I mean, we have some leads. We have the next step. We have the lead. Whether it's good news or bad, it's kind of uh, how this goes, isn't it? Doesn't it? Amen to that, I suppose. Um, so is tomorrow the big day, I suppose? Like, uh, what do we got on tap? We're going to assault the building? we got to go kick in the teeth? What unknown are we diving into this time? So, free net collective used to run out of a building called Orbita. They, uh, or a building that used to be owned by a company called Orbita. They were working with some cutting edge stuff. I mean, honestly, the guy that we talked to, he said he didn't even know how they got where they were, but they were producing technologies that we have today back in the 
90s and early 2000s. They were coding in their own language. I didn't even know who came up with it, but we're pretty sure that Orbita Building is where this is all originating from. Perhaps the person that was working with Delta Green at one point, they were a friendly from the Freenet Collective, but that's where we're going to be headed tomorrow. Interesting. Leave whatever you can at your motel room and send me the information on that. And if I don't hear back from you, I'll send some people in to see if they can take another run at this. Uh, this is big enough that I don't want to kind of leave this as a potential loose end. I do have a little bit of a surprise for you, though. If you check the rear seat of the car I lined up for you, I got some clean cell phones. They're nothing much. They're uh, early 2000s flip phone best. But if you have any last calls you want to make before, you know, you go all in on this one. You got tonight, you got some cell phones that I'm pretty sure aren't going to bite you in the ass by accident. They're not really smart enough to do that, if you will. Any last minute requests, I suppose? I can't do much in the short time frame, but if I can pull together something that might be useful. No orbital strikes or gunships or anything. That's not within our purview, obviously, but... You got any uh, pretty AKs lying around? Kind of chuckles at this. Oh, you fell in love with my handiwork in Michigan. I heard someone to that little drop side of mine. Yeah, I can hook you up with something if you want. Actually, glad you called. I managed to kind of locate a last or a green box in your relative area. It's an old one, though, like back from the late 90s, best I can tell. Might have some stuff worth grabbing. And I don't know anything exactly in your area, but if you really want to hike out, we can uh, get you some equipment. Yeah. And and give us the, uh, I guess you could say the tranche special when it comes to some of these uh, firearms. And then also anything. that would be incendiary, and fire would be really handy. I was going to ask. Some typing on her end. Okay, cool. Yeah, about a hour and a half out from where you're located up in the mountains. I, there's a site you can go to. It's um, I got some stuff stashed there, or more. One of the cells has some stuff stashed there. You think it'll have anything to bring a building down? Oh, you're talking explosives. Yeah, hang on. Can I hear some more tapping? I can get some stuff redirected to that. Some SWAT surplus, if you will. Oh, boy. Right. It's going to be the 4th of July, isn't it? Explosive incendiaries and customized weaponry. Preferably something that's not going to work on a digital or um, rather a a signal switch. Something that we can set a timer on. Understood. See what we can find. I mean, weirdly enough, I did have a little bit of a arts and crafts flair. And if we're trying to find some analog timers, I could absolutely get that handled. Just heads up, especially when it comes to analog timers. It's an analog timer, so we got to make sure our shit's clean. Well, I guess it's, I suppose, there's no necessarily rush on assaulting Orbit on the next day or so. It's not like it's going anywhere. If you take some time to prep, that's completely understandable. This is essentially a big operation. I know this is a little bit of a weird request. Could I possibly get some sunglasses as well as adhesive reflective mylar? Preferably the ones that's like a one way mirror, uh, especially if it's going to be another. I don't know, last couple of houses we need to be able to make our way through. Actually, I haven't even thought about this in terms of uh, whether or not this is going to work. Little pocket mirrors and stuff is usually the way we go, but we can't be driving backwards into every single mystery site that we have. Well, I suppose not. Let me check my shopping list. You want some additional firearms, uh, some explosives, and some sunglasses that are extra reflective? Polarized. Let's go with polarized. I think polarized will just work as well. My theory is correct. Ooh, flamethrower. Those cable idiots hate fire, so just if we can. That last one's a bit of a tall order. You know those are 
a bit antique at this point, but maybe I can find something. But a um, secured laptop doesn't need to be on or anything, but considering what we're going up against, we might need to be able to plug in. You know what I mean? Understood. If not on the flamethrower, gasoline and styrofoam, if you could just go ahead and pre-mix that, sweet. If not, I can go ahead and do the basic chemistry. I'll see what I can do. Is there anything else you might need? Uh, that's it for my grocery list. All right, give me a day or so to get this all lined up. You should hear from me around noon your time tomorrow, and you're probably good to go get it. Do you want the address of the green box we found? Yes. Yeah. Please and thank you. Understood. You all get a text with some address on it for the green box, and I'll be in touch about your uh, shopping supplies. Perhaps we can arrange a drop of some kind. Just takes a little bit of time to get this type of stuff pulled together. Maybe a couple people I can lean on in the D.C. area to go do some shopping for us. Uh, with that, agents, I wish you good hunting. I'll be in touch if anything strange develops on our end. Try and get those supplies pulled together for you, but at the same time, do what you can. It hangs up at this point. I look over at the rest of the team and say, you guys up for a late night drive to a green box? Sure. Yeah, a um, little, little night drive wouldn't hurt. I mean, could be our last green box visit together. Make it, a, make it fun. I grab the keys and start walking back towards the uh, vehicle parked out front. All right. I will say it's awfully late at this point. Green box isn't going anywhere, but at the same time, they're definitely kind of pushing into exhaustion roll territory soonish. Mm. How far is the green box? It's about a half hour drive. Half hour drive. Okay. Let's um, let's just do it tomorrow morning or tomorrow night. We're going to take right. a few days to prepare anyways. Sure. Well, damn it. That ruins my plan. I was going to moo in the middle of the night. See if uh, John can handle himself while driving. I look over at Fire and say, you can moo outside still if you want. Don't let me stop you. Uh, the spontaneity is the, is the key ingredient. And they could be pretty spontaneous to the people in this motel if the dude started mooing outside. But each his own. I'll look for the uh, sofa and I'll just lay down there. We're going to kind of hand wave the next couple of days some just to kind of keep it going, I suppose. So next day, it's uh, waiting for Ranch to get back with the supply drop information going to the green box. Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Not hard to find by any measure. The green box that you get directed to, it is located in an abandoned building. The building appears to be condemned for demolition, but the demolition notice is from roughly two years ago, so it's probably not going anywhere anytime soon. Easy enough to find it's in a locked closet in the basement. You're not sure what this building used to be. It has a strong smell of just kind of cleaning chemicals about all of it. It's weird, though. The green box, when you open it, it's not full of what makes sense. It's got a old-school type of printer, one of those ones that had, like, the tearaway edges on the side of it. Just a bunch of cardboard boxes, and... Do any of you know anything about photography, by any chance? I do not. Not Firestarter. Give me a Sig Int agent box trot. Yeah. Well, actually, hold on. Question: Is this Sig Int by any chance related to like land photos? Like, I guess portraits of like. No. No. Okay. All right. I rolled a seventy-nine out of twenty-seven failure. Yeah, the the smell of chemicals in this green box is almost oppressive. Like it. There's also a thick layer of dust across almost everything in there. This place has not been touched in a while. There are a few kind of new-ish footprints on the ground, but there's some acetones and kind of black or bottles. It's not that I find it's all that useful, though. It's just kind of a drop side of a bunch of chemicals and some boxes and stuff. With the boxes at all or no? Yeah, yeah I'll go ahead and search for the boxes. Yeah. Is that the role of search for that? Nah, just going through the boxes is easy enough. Like, you're not under any duress right now. Okay. The soap. 
the boxes are it's the same kind of series of files over and over it's kind of a dossier about 50 pages long give or take it's in the middle envelope it's just a bunch of these in the same box exact same kind of dossier over and over and over it's into a man named craig hanneman and it's the exact same thing just over and over and over in the box Hmm. was that a name for somebody who worked with the um freenet collective uh not that you've been told okay the paperwork there mentioned anything about like his line of work or like things of that nature no it has a name but it's weird like the description of all of these seems wrong like it's what's the right phrase for it it all adds up to a person but like it's a disjointed uncohesive person the birth date makes sense but then like the year he graduated college is either a little bit too late or too early compared to his high school graduation etc etc like things just don't quite line up all that well it mentioned he has a driver's license for one state but a residency in a totally opposite state it's a conflicting file and as you're now kind of comparing the files more while it's the same paperwork over and over the details are different in every single file i was just gonna ask that okay is it like a disjointed legend basically you know what i mean Possibly, but like there's nothing fantastic about this guy. Like it's just this fairly generic looking dude over and over and over, but just profiled a bunch of different ways. Give me a search now that you're kind of looking at these in a little more detail. Okay. Since you said we're looking at it in a little more detail and we're not under arrest, do we get a bonus to search? No, nah, it's just a normal search at this point. Okay. Uh seventy out of sixty six failure. Yeah, there's weird files not even weird enough because they're unnatural like again like it's the files are almost identical from kind of collection to collection but they're just kind of minor differences like those annoying like spot the differences thing like if you just have them side by side you might not get it across like the 30 some odd you have down here in these boxes with you they're just inconsistently about the same person apparently i go ahead and turn over or i hand over some of the stuff to uh florence and say you notice anything interesting on these it's just same guy with a bunch of different info. Do I notice anything interesting? Can I use my bureaucracy skill, perhaps, to sift through these? You can. Yeah, you can. Okay. 71 out of 85 success. Yeah, so when you were going through these, you swore that all these documents said Craig Hanneman, but they're actually not all the same person. First one's a man named Robert North. The second one's a man named robert chang and it kind of gets weirder and weirder from there type of thing until you eventually come to a file that's marked david oritz okay give me a natural check now you're kind of looking at this and they're changing some 37 out of 39 success why wouldn't it be weird at this point and now that you're kind of noticing all of this you realize that the boxes are divided basically the ones that were stacked on top have a very kind of tech company feel to them and now that you're seeing the names are different the pictures are different too like why didn't you notice this previously type of thing it's it's a collection of men women various ethnicities kind of a wide spattering of people that might look like they work in the tech world and the bottom files all are people that look like they might be part of some hacktivist group this looks like the fnc roster or luck and she'll point out the differences she's seen oh we got david here what does it have on david is it just like a dossier or anything else like that yeah just a basic kind of born x etc etc comes from y hey hold up so when when i when you were kind of paging through that first of the name robert hanneman 
a couple times actually. Is he still here? Is that name even like in this list now that like we're kind of seeing it more? We should go through this and see if it mentions any of them as friendly. I mean, that's yeah. what we're looking for. Why would this information be in this green box? Especially that Tronch had just kind of dropped this on us. As so close to where the Freenet Collective was working. I mean, if early Delta Green had any ideas that something unnatural might be going on, then somebody was keeping tabs. I mean, clearly early Delta Green thought something was going on because, I mean, we know that whoever this is used to be a friendly. Does Delta Green keep records of who drops what off in each screen box? Not really. And if they did, that information's kind of lost the time. All right, well, I'm going to start looking through this because that's, this is a stroke of luck, if anything else. Yeah, let's divvy it up and pour through it. Yeah, sounds like a plan. So I'm going to go ahead and just grab another box and start searching. I want to start looking through and seeing if there's any kind of patterns that kind of jump out at me, or if there's anything that I can kind of start lighting people up in like a grid almost. Sure. What are you looking for specifically? I want to group people together based on like if they all have like a shared city that they're kind of coming from. I want to start looking through and kind of categorizing like age range, place of birth, maybe how they know each other or anything else like that, and see if there's any kind of people that kind of start appearing in multiple groupings and then kind of diving further into what else they kind of share in common. I'm just trying to make connections with like these folks in both the tech world one and then the activist one. The assumption that half of them are the activist group and half of them are the tech company, that's about as kind of... Okay. Basically, that's the, that's the best group you can come up with. Like, you could obviously... And then, like, subcategorized by, like, vague age, ethnicity, gender, et cetera, et cetera. But there's nothing there that really kind of drives that home more. Are there any shared hobbies of my pile that has photography or film? If any of them worked in photography and film earlier, I guess, then? No. Yeah, you're not finding anything about that. Like, the dossiers aren't going that deep. These are pretty kind of surface level maybe surveillance is maybe some like kind of government write-up type of thing hmm. is there any information with the documents that might give us an idea of uh who we're looking for or is it all just kind of basic information explain who you're looking for i guess would these potentially be like government background check files is that they definitely have that feeling to them yeah like these aren't just kind of someone doing these for fun these feel very real deliberate you're not quite sure what the right phrase for it is okay are there any of our green triangles anywhere on these documents nope, nope. okay so these are not this is not uh delta green write-up so going through these legends i guess not actually legends but uh going through these people's files are there any discrepancies in them that point to them lying about things in their background or anything that that would be useful to know not in particular. The orbit of people are pretty kind of 90s tech culture, if that makes any sense. If they're going to change yeah. the world and the activist group definitely has a disenfranchised, we're going to change the world vibe to it. Well, whatever we do, we should all get to know these people before we go in. I mean, if we know them, perhaps if we run into any of them, we can appeal to who they used to be, if that makes sense. But other than that, let's Box all this stuff up. We're going to take it with us and let's see what else is here. Real quick, 
just one last question about the files and stuff like that. Does it state any of these people having a criminal history or like an arrest record by chance? A few of the Orbiter people maybe have like a DUI or a kind of minor felony charge of some kind. Nothing truly egregious. And the hacktivist stuff is more just kind of along the lines of unruliness, graffiti, et cetera, et cetera, maybe some vandalism. Anything in regards to like espionage or spying, I guess? No. You're going into more detail on this. Give me a search check again on as you're kind of going into more detail. Okay. Can we assist him to give him a bonus? What's your bureaucracy at, Lawrence? And what's your search at, the rest of y'all? Mine is 66. 85 bureaucracy. My search is 67. As you're going over these in more and more details, you kind of get drawn into them. You notice something really weird. All of the Orbita people died on allegedly the exact same day and everyone in the freenet collective files except for david oritz was marked missing on the exact same day but also you could swear a couple minutes ago the numbers were different so with my previous success on a natural can i tell what's going on with the documents is there something that's changing them or Am I able to determine if what we're seeing now is the truth or if it's just more um, more of the, like, misdirection, I guess? I'm not sure you could necessarily tell. Like, the, the fact that—what's the right phrase? I give me an intelligence check, actually. Five out of 85 success. The fact that kind of the more time you spend staring at these, the more they seem to evolve would indicate that, I don't know, maybe they're evolving might be the right phrase for it. Maybe they're getting more accurate. Like I see. You probably kind of would maybe think that, like, the initial version of this was designed to make people go, okay, weird, a bunch of files, and then just stop stop looking. looking. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. While all this is going on, I want to roll an alertness to see if there's anything out of the ordinary, just general area. Yeah. 54 out of 76 success. Yeah, so I'm not sure how you missed it previously, but there's another box in the room kind of shoved off in the corner. It's very covered over in dust and stuff. That's how you missed it. It's just not very obvious. Now you're kind of maybe a little more paranoid and you're looking a little more closely. Maybe it was kind of behind this wall of boxes you just pulled. It was a small kind of shoebox-looking thing. I'm going to walk over and grab the shoebox. All right. And I'll go ahead and open it. Yeah, so inside of it, there are a collection of Orbita kind of IDs, like some swipe cards that match a variety of names in the folders you've seen. But there's also one that just simply kind of in very faded letters reads NSA. I walk over to the group and uh, tell them, look at this. Where the fuck did you find that? It was over there in the corner. I guess we missed it when we grabbed boxes the first time. Also, it's a green box. Who knows? Ugh. Hold up. I pull out my flask and I um, polish it with my elbow. Mm -hmm. And I kind of hold it up. And I try to see if there's anything else, like, in the room, I guess. I'm going to start looking through my flask at the reflection, just kind of taking a turn, like, peering around, seeing if I notice anything else that's, like, not that we missed. That was a very good call. So, in the reflection of the flask, you see attached to all the files you've pulled up and this kind of collection of little ID cards he's pulled out of this box, these very thin, maybe, like, the thickness of, like, a small cable like you put for wiring in a wall or something just a oily black cable all kind of running all back into this box where they seem to end first and foremost i just got body chills right now like goddamn second (laughs) oh fuck 
Florence, Foxtrot, take a look at this. As I just kind of move the flask into a little bit more of a um, visible thing. Black cables. They're definitely smaller than the ones you're used to, but again, they were invisible cables up until you saw them in a reflection. Okay. They're visible now? No, nah, they're still invisible. Maybe it just means that if this box leaves, he gets an alert. I don't know. See, now a little bit more suspicious or concerned, because if we try to take this, it's like a telephone, on a, or a telephone, that's, that's connecting us directly to whatever. Yeah, we need to leave it. We can write down what we found, and if Tranche needs to get to it. Gotcha. So, quick question. Can I, does the, do the cables just lead into, like, the wall or into darkness, or where, where do the cables go? They just or? lead into the cardboard box. Into the cardboard box? Is, is this yep. cardboard box one we already opened? You're the one holding it. Yeah, you, it's one you got the ID stuff. You're, you're holding it right now. Oh, I'm holding it. Okay. Using the reflection, can I kind of shuffle around the cardboard box and shuffle the contents of the cardboard box? Is there anything inside? Are you looking in the reflection into the cardboard box? Yes. All right, give me an unnatural check. Also, was Florence's unnatural the first unnatural che- successful unnatural check that we've had? I think so. Oof. No, I think good. we've had other successful ones. Um, 49 out of 26% uh, failure. All right, so give me a sand check now. Sick. One <laughs> percent critical. <laughs> yes! Oh, let's go. Maybe it's because you were expecting this, given how all of this works. But there is no bottom to the cardboard box and the reflection. It just kind of seems to empty out into a curving tunnel lined with cables that snakes off into the darkness. Okay, guys. Well, that's bad. This box doesn't have a bottom. It it's attached to a cave of cables. As I'm looking in the reflection, I'm going to just gingerly apply a little bit more pressure and extend my arm further into the box, just slowly, but just kind of testing the boundaries of that. Bottom to this box from the inside. I'm sorry? There's no bottom to the box from the inside. Is it reflected in kind of what I, in, in, in my actions? Like, am I, I'm kind of pressing against the bottom, I guess, or at least move, like, I'm digging my arm deeper into the box. Oh, no, and I'm saying your arm keeps going into the box, like, until you, like, maybe hit the cable walls inside. Like, you can probably get all the way up to your elbow easily before you hit anything inside the box. And I'm just staring at him putting his whole ass arm into the shoe box, and it yeah, like, just keeps disappearing. It's like a bad magic show, which is why I need a sand check out of you. Okay. I'm so sorry. 43 out of 29 success. Let's go, baby. <laughs> so I managed to keep my composure, then it seems? Yeah. Okay, cool. I look over to Firestarter and say, question, are there cables attached to every ID in this box? I kind of pull my arm out, and um, I hand my flask over to John. I don't know, see for yourself. I'm kind of, I need to process this real quick. Yeah, the cables connect to... The vanilla envelopes all these files you found came in. Not the boxes, the vanilla envelopes. They kind of seem to pass through the cardboard box. Like, the cables don't seem to be all that concerned with physical restraints. Like, if you kind of move the IDs around, they follow them, but they kind of seem to clip through reality, if that makes sense. They're not really there. Like, if you waved your hands so the cables are, you can't feel them. You can kind of see where, like, they should be in, in the reflection. But again, like, they have no physical manifestation. They're attached to the IDs, which are kind of the IDs that you found, and they're attached to the envelopes, and that's about it. Give me an intelligence check. Okay. Oh boy, I'm a dum dum. Oh no, wait! <laughs> Hell yeah! Yeah! It's like 
every single piece of information in the room is connected to by one of these very thin cables. Okay. So I'm going to look over at Firestar and say, you have a lighter on you? I do. But before we burn anything, I just want to play a real quick game of match the names and just associate name cards with all of these files. I'm hoping that we're going to end up with one person or one dossier and one NSA. Okay. Let's be quick here. Let me, let me start making some Tinder. While they're doing that, Florence is going to go to the car and pop the trunk and grab a grenade and walk back. Sure. Makes a lot of sense. Taking a page out of my book. There is a tunnel to drop a fucking grenade down. You want to pass up on that opportunity? Oh, no. That was the next plan. Oh, yeah, that was my next thought, but I have a first thought real quick, but we'll, 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 let's match the stuff here up first. So I'm going to assist with matching names to IDs. You managed to match all the Orbiter names to all the Orbiter IDs, but you do find yourself left over with one NSA kind of swipe card. It's got no name, it just has kind of very faded letters of NSA. Is there anybody with the initials NSA? Nope. So I point at that and say, look, it is one of these, one of these NSA guys. I mean. Makes sense. It's got to be. So we have, I guess, question here then. Every dossier, if you will, is matched to an ID, except for that one ID. That one ID and has the nothing. FNC ones, because the FNC ones didn't have IDs to go with them. Okay. So there's no clear connection as to who the NSA ID belongs to. Yeah. All right. Okay. Before we do anything, can I see that flask for a second? Yeah. And I hand over the flask. Uh, I just want to make sure that items that people are wearing on themselves or carrying are not connected to this cable network. Yeah, everything checks out. All right, I'll pass it back, and then I'll hold the grenade out to either of them. So before we do that, I asked Firestarter for his lighter. Here you go. Okay, so these are very thin black cables. All these things that aren't matched, including this ID, I'm going to burn the wires so we can sever them from the box, and then we can throw the grenade in this fucking box and get out of here. I'll wait outside while you do that. Last time, you know, we fucked with something like this. A building got sucked into the ground, and I'm not very good at running. Fair enough. I'll go start the car. Uh, Rochambeau. Rochambeau, you're helping me out here, buddy. I was going to say Rochambeau to see who gets to stick their arm back into the into the cable tunnel. Cause, um... You don't have to stick it in there. We just have to, like, these cables stick out from the reflection that we can see. They go on towards everything, so they all lead back to the box. So theoretically, if we just pass the lighter, through the cables coming from the box, we should be able to sever the connection to the items. After we do that, we can toss the grenade in the box and get the hell out of here. It's not science until we write it down. Let's go. All right. So I am going to attempt to just run the lighter. Using the reflection off the flask, I'm going to attempt to run the lighter flames through the cables coming from the closer proximity to the box to kind of just sever the link between the documents and the IDs from the box. Yeah, the Cables don't seem to light. Again, the cables coming out of this box don't really seem to have a physical presence. Okay, so they're unaffected by the fire. Yeah. Okay, so I look over at Fire Turn and say, well, that was kind of disappointing. Lawrence will call out, you could try one of the Elder Shot, just for the ID. Yeah, let's uh do that. Careful for ricochets, though. I mean, it's also a cardboard box. Well, it's a cardboard box until we go in, in the inside of it, if you will. All right, so I look over at Firestar and say, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'll fire off a round of Elder Shot on closest possible strain 
to this ID, this NSA ID that we can't match. And the cables. So we're technically able to maneuver the cables around then, right? They follow the IDs and the dossiers, I guess. Like you're not capable of physically manipulating them. Okay. But if you move the items they're attached to, they react accordingly, I guess is the right way of thinking of it. Like you're not capable of interacting with the cables themselves. So if I were to hypothetically move the items I wanted to keep and bundle them together and put them on one side, the cables I would want to theoretically sever would follow those items and I would separate them from the other ones. Okay. Again, you've not found a way to sever these things yet, but yes, they would kind of bundle together, if you will. Idea. Idea. It sounds like I I, I think I know where you're trying to get to, but it sounds like we're I, I don't need I don't think we need a fire a gun into close quarters in an enclosed space, mind you. Um, we're going to get tinnitus or something at, at an ID. If anything, let's take everything that we want to keep outside of the box, move this box over to the far side of the corner, and then, um, I don't know, bombs away inside the box. We just destroy the box, which is the gateway to, the, what, to this little cable hell dimension. Um, and hopefully that severs the little itty bitty cables from the mother cable all right i'm still setting the uh, box on fire though at some point because the grenade I mean, like, is just going to do frag damage unless well are the grenades you have incendiary or are they just regular like i guess fragment grenades i have no idea what if we have incendiary grenades i just know we have grenades because you threw a grenade at the the site that collapsed gotcha okay yeah that was uh all right so i'm gonna assume they're these are explosive grenades and not yeah, fire they're, they're, grenades. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're frags and kind of other explosive ones. Okay. And you get into kind of the more exotic forms of grenades. The availability and kind of war crime adjacentness of them gets <laughs> makes them a lot less available to most to anyone. Fair enough. All right. I'm going to signal to uh, Lawrence. So this is the stuff we're going to take with us. And I hand it over to her. One of you who's strong should hold on in case, you know, Tentacles try to like rip it back. Well, fire starter. What if we just put it on the ground? We're going to put it on the ground, but I'm talking about holding the items that we're going to be taking with us. I'm going to put the box in the corner when we're done, and I'm going to throw the grenade into the opening of the box, and then also set the box on fire. We have like a gun casing. I think we can put like this stuff inside, like I don't know, like a a bullet bullet box or something, so that way it's all just concentrated, and then we can kind of keep it in the car because it like it can't drag a car, right? Hopefully, ideally. I'd rather not take that chance. That's true. Okay, sure, yes. I have this handkerchief that kind of still smells like vomit um, that I am willing to part with, as well as this high-proof alcohol that I've been nursing on throughout the day. We can kind of do what we need to do in order to kind of make whatever we need to make with that, and then I'll just kind of follow your lead. Okay. All right, so I hand... Oh, well, hmm. I'll hold on to them if you want. It's just I'm not strong okay how's your uh well my reflexes are kind of terrible too i was gonna say how's your throwing arm because if you can throw that uh that makeshift molotov it might not be a bad idea Uh (laughs) uh-huh we could just drop it look i'm gonna tell you exactly what i'm good at and it is using my brain and that's about it all right fire starter (laughs) you're throwing this i'm sorry we don't need to we, we don't need a throw i mean like it's got a pin. It's got a timer, right? It's not going to like immediately no, no, blow up. I'm, I'm going to drop the grenade inside the box, and then you're going to throw that Molotov at the box. I'm trying to destroy this makeshift portal, if you will. 
and I also want to damage what's inside the portal. So it's like a two for one. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm okay. Let's let's do this. <laughs> Grenade drop. You throw Molotov. We leave. Yep. Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you for dealing with this old man. All right. Go team. <laughs> I grab the box and I take it to the corner. So I open the box up and I look over at Firestarter and say, "Let me know when you're ready." I soak my handkerchief with the alcohol and I just let it sit for a little bit and I light it. All right. You have until my hand starts burning. All right. So I'm going to pull the pin and drop the grenade into the box itself. All right. You hear kind of the grenade bouncing along the cables inside. It's getting farther and farther away, though. It's traveling quite a distance straight down. Okay. So as I do that, that's when I book it towards the door. All right. I kind of run towards it, I guess, and I throw the handkerchief into the box. Okay. And I'd run back. All right, cool. So, yeah, the handkerchief catches the uh, the cardboard box on fire. It's a cardboard box. It goes up pretty quick. It's an old cardboard box. You then see in the air kind of strings burning along with it. Like, you see the fire spreading out along invisible guides in the air to all the items attached to and kind of as it hits that, they don't so much burn as the length of fire from the box starts to kind of vanish as the box goes away. The items, except for the NSA ID tag, all just kind of turn to this unbelievably fine, powdery sand. Like, it's an off eggshell white type of thing. It's so fine, it's almost soft. Like, there's no grit to it whatsoever. They all just kind of crumble into this super fine powder. The box just burns. You never even hear the grenade go off. You just kind of hear until you stop hearing it, just the sound of something bouncing and echoing down a, a tube, essentially, or a shaft. But yeah, box burns. It goes away. All the dossiers kind of crumble. The IDs, except for the NSA ID, crumble. The other physical objects in the room, like the dust is still there. The boxes the dossiers were in, they're still there. The kind of weird collection of chemicals and stuff, it's still there. But beyond that, yeah, nothing left in here. Hey, grab all those chemicals. Might be useful for burning shit. I mean, yeah, I, absolutely. Does anyone have like a Altoids tin or something to kind of collect a sample of this dust? Florence, do you still have your lab or do you still have anything to kind of inspect stuff? Leave it for tranche. That's not what we're here for. Uh, you know what? That sounds great. I'm going to start grabbing some of these chemicals then. Florence is going to text tranche and uh, it's just going to say green box compromised. You should send a cleanup team. Have a thumbs up emoji back on that. Did we look for weapons in this green box? Or did we just kind of see the this box box? and like There weren't any. It wasn't an especially interesting green box until it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then. I will say, now that you're kind of messing with the chemicals some, you do realize that a bunch of them are marked, like, for photo development. Oh, that's super fam- flammable, right? Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. With my knowledge in demolitions, would I be able to... I've probably done some, like, classes uh, in a local high school or something about, like, the dangers of keeping chemicals together and the flammability. of. Would I just instinctively know what combinations of basic chemistry that I could uh, use or just kind of mix up to do what I need to do in terms of uh, burning shit down? You don't have the chemistry background, so you're not going to be able to, like, synthesize anything out of this, like, you would know that the majority of supplies used to do old school development of film was indeed highly flammable. And it was indeed a problem. And it's very flammable, I guess. Like, you're, you, maybe you can't like make something out of it necessarily, but 
a rag, some fire, and a good toss, this stuff will light something on fire easy. Okay. I was aiming for, like, the concept of, hey, don't use ammonia and bleach together while cleaning your house because you're going to make mustard gas. Yeah, and I would qualify that as, like, basic information, but at the same time, if you knew more about photography, the answer is maybe you might know some of that kind of specific to this stuff, but beyond that, like, you know the stuff is flammable. You're not quite sure if, like, mixing it together makes it worse necessarily, but you know these are highly flammable supplies. Like, it's... Making a Molotov cocktail out of this is a great way to make a fireball, essentially. Like, it might burn fast enough. It never even splashes. It just kind of will burn itself out pretty quick. I'm no demolitions expert, but if you just kind of tie that up to whatever explosives we're getting, that could really make sure that this place goes down and burns. Mm, that that makes... All right. Well, shall we go get our weapons? So before we go, I am going to look at them and say, I thought that grenade and fire thing was going to be a little more exciting. Gotta admit, that was kind of lame. Yeah, no, that was really disappointing. Oh, I'm sure the fucker felt it. Fingers crossed. So I'll jump in the driver's seat and head on, wait for the gang to get in and take off. And get in the car. Um, as we're kind of sitting in the car, getting ready to head out, I kind of, real quick, did we just kind of spoil the element of surprise here? We had to for the ID. True. Okay. Also, to be fair, we're going up against this thing that apparently has been spying all of our, all of our entire lives and everything like that. Not a lot we can really do to surprise it at this point. It knows we're coming for it. Yeah. We've taken down everything it's thrown at us. I'm sure he's terrified. All right. I feel better about that. I'm glad he knows we're coming. (laughs) 